If you like looping or loop artists, or you're a loop artist yourself, or you're thinking about getting into looping, then welcome to my channel. My name is JP, and this is How Do You Loop? In these series of interviews, I dive into the minds of different loop artists from different genres around the world. We ask them, why do you loop? What do you use to loop? More importantly, how do you use that equipment? Ladies and gentlemen, it's Emily McVicken! Yeah! Thank you so much for having me, JP. <laughs> You're welcome, it's all right. We'll let the audience know that we had a little bit of technical issue trying to get this working, but we're here, we're here now and it's fine. It's all good. So for those who don't know, Emily, please introduce yourself and describe what you do. Hi, I'm Emily McVicker. I'm from, I'm a musician and one woman show from Seattle, Washington. I was so stoked when JP reached out to me on YouTube because I had seen all of his content on the RC 600 mm. and I had recently started making my own content about this new Boss RC 600. So um, yeah, it was really awesome to get your message. And I was like, I know that guy. I was watching your reels when I was, I was, <sighs> searching for how do I get my expression pedal to work? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a big one. That's funny. We'll get to that in a minute because obviously that is a slight change between one loop pedal to another. So I want to talk to you about that and we're going to go a little bit nerdy on loop pedals if that's okay with you. I'm sure you're happy with that. So I first noticed your I got one RC600 <laughs> video and I went, what? What? She's got one? What? Has she really? And actually you did this amazing thing, which I never even thought of, which was kind of like, you did a cardboard cut, cut out of it. RC 600 can't go by it yet. I'm getting hyped, so I made a cardboard prototype. So here's our pedal. And it was really cool because it was like, how big or small is the 600? And actually you were the first one to kind of go, here it is against the 300. Right. So you've obviously done like obviously a little, quite a bit of research in that respect. But going way back, what started you? with looping what got you into looping so I, I've been living in Seattle for the last five years and that's when I started looping before then I had been traveling on doing cruise ships and party bands okay. and stuff like that yeah, yeah. nice <laughs> and so then here I found myself in Seattle and I didn't know anyone in the in the community really and I didn't have any gigs a friend of mine from ships Ellis he suggested the RC 300 and he said trust me this is the one you want. So you went straight into the 300. You didn't do have another loop pedal before that. No, you know, I did. In college, I had an RC20 XL. Okay, so you had the boss family in that respect. Yeah, and I, I had only just played with it. In college, I was mm. the theater kid, so I would just impress right. all my theater friends with like beatboxing <laughs> and harmonies and stuff <laughs> cool um but yeah but when it came to like land life it was like okay how i'm gonna have to find a way to perform by myself and so the mm. looper actually allowed me to lean harder on like my background singing chops right. and my beatboxing yeah. chops and i was mm. learning the ukulele while while gigging <laughs> right okay using that looper so but but it kind of gave me the space to lean on my other talents while i figured That's some cool. other stuff out yeah yeah there's a there's a section of your youtube channel when we go through it and it's um it's it's all ukulele like there's ukulele <laughs> songs just like all being done there it's really really cool you were told basically get this like you trusted your friend to just say get the get the 300 looper that that's it done how did you feel with going from the 20 to the rc 300 in the form of constructing a loop 
Like, was it kind of like a complete free reign or was it just more like, oh, I've got to split things up because I, I've got three loops? For me, it was actually really organic because when I was on the 20, I already felt like, how do you, songs are made of sections, like verse, chorus, bridge, like yeah. how do you make something that is conducive to the whole song and not just the yep. chorus. So it, it was natural, but then actually learning how to use it and designing my own system for using it mm. was very intense and required like either intense practice or intense snapping. <laughs> In between. Right, okay. It sounds like you got to the the, the 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 ceiling of the twenty pretty quickly and kind of went. Well, I want I want more than this. I want to be able to do. So that sounds like a natural progression. That's really really cool. Very I mean, th yeah. The only reason I could see at this point uh, for for a, a different musician going with the twenty or a single pedal looper is if you have a looper pedal board of many different pedals and space is yep. an issue. But. I wasn't using any other pedals and I was just playing ukulele. And so for me to just have a couple different percussions and some background vocals to kind of highlight my my harmony skills, that was yep. a great fit for me. So you're not using anything like other, like as you just said, you're not using any other effects. So you weren't using like a harmony pedal. You're putting the harmonies in yourself and making sure that all the harmonies are you, not like a synthesized version or anything like that. I've been tempted to look at harmony pedals, but every time I've demoed them for like, I've done worked a little bit with some local guitar stores and they just never quite sounded organic to me. So I yeah. didn't want them to bastardize the actual harmonies that I was working very hard to record. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. You know I use a harmony pedal, right? Thanks. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> if you can get it to sound natural. Oh, shoot. JP, I didn't realize this was on. The uh, subs. It's fine. Prime subs. Come on, I just want the prime stuff. I just want the prime stuff. My Twitch channel, can you? <gasps> it's fine, because the funny thing is, I saw it come up and I thought, oh, I could ask a question about it, because we're going to talk about Twitch, right? So it's fine. I don't mind if it's up. I was going to show you that, but I didn't plan on leaving it up. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing well today. We're doing well. That's fine. Don't worry. It's fine. I can crop it. I can okay. crop it. It's okay. So looking from the 300, and we've already mentioned you've gone to the 600. So you're obviously doing a lot at home with things like Twitch and stuff like that. And we'll get to that in a minute. But for 2022, what is your current setup? My, well, um, it has changed a bit, even in the span of this partial year. I had I right. did make a YouTube of what it was just a few months ago in February. Mm. Now it's much more complicated because <laughs> my very generous Twitch community has been so supportive in helping me make my stream and my home studio as nice as it can be. So we right. crowdfunded and bought all the parts to make this new streaming PC and another cool. um, collaborator of mine built it for me. So streaming PC, that's where all my cameras go into and I run OBS on that streaming right. PC. But I still like to use my Mac for mixing the sound and video editing okay. and just basic computer stuff that I do. <laughs> okay, so walk me through this then. So obviously right in front of us, we can. See, I know you obviously you play the uke, play the guitar, we've got a piano oh. there, you can see the piano there. So all of the sounds are going what, into the Mac and then you're pumping that out to OBS and the PC? Am I exactly. right with that? Exactly, and I'm fortunate okay. like this, this is a really nice keyboard that has some good built-in sounds. So mm. I'm just, 
all of my instruments go into my looper, including this right. microphone, and then this right, microphone okay. goes direct into my interface. So you just you you're using the microphone that you're using now just for talking to the community. Is that a, is that a 57, 58, uh, 57 beta, something like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's just that's your that's your looping mic, or is that also the singing mic? Yeah. It it I just use it for looping. And when I was on the three hundred, what I would have this double mic set up because if I if I only used one mic, then my background vocals would kind of crowd the lead singer oh okay yeah 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 so you had it a little bit lower but actually a new development in my live gigs is now mm. i just bring this mic and with the new rc600 okay. i can turn down the output of just the loops so right. that yeah. the, the mic will sit on top of them nicely yeah that's cool that you're actually using one microphone you've had a youtube channel now and i was counting up the days and that's now been in its 12th year um and yeah yeah and my youtube channel yeah your channel's been active for 12 years um <laughs> yeah uh i know yeah i didn't think you know that um however the main output isn't youtube it's mainly twitch right what was the draw to twitch what's the reason obviously because you know obviously twitch obviously has a music section but like what was the main draw for going into twitch a couple people had suggested it to me when they'd see me out playing like are you on twitch are you on patreon like i was so i was very fortunate to be so busy playing mm live gigs i spent very little time at home until we got locked inside for like half a year all of my gigs and all of my events canceled and all of a sudden i had time to stay home and and build this home studio that i have now the work never really ended i'm still building it <laughs> but it's been, it was i know able the feeling well <laughs> It, it did give me the opportunity to invest time in that. And I was very thankful that my community mm. on Twitch grew at a very entertaining rate for me. I couldn't believe people were sticking around. And when I was performing live, it was very common that I would go to a bar or a pub and be in a room full of strangers or an event full of strangers. And mm. my job was to entertain them, get them to meet each other, get them to stick around for another drink. It wasn't so much about me. I was just the entertainment. And so on Twitch, when everyone was locked inside, I would have a lot of people returning, you know, once a week, twice a week for hours That's on really end. Good. I really felt like I was making friends and connecting with people all over the world, which was yeah. very exhilarating. Yeah, that's amazing. And yeah, I, I, I get that. And, and certainly here we were locked down multiple times. And there's a there's a there's an income stream that's gone uh, <laughs> as well as there's, there's that element. But also at the same time, it's kind of like, a what do I do? Like, I, this is what I normally do on a Friday or Saturday night or a Tuesday afternoon or whatever. Yeah, so I, I get that completely. So the community aspect on Twitch is huge, right? So right. you've had a community aspect where you've done like, You've just said that you've done sort of like, you know, like crowdfunding to, and they've helped you like build the studio. That's fantastic. Yeah. I And I, I think I've been entertained by it. it's like, OK, you want a smoother stream. We got a new computer. You want new mm. music on Spotify. They've helped um, fund new recording sessions so that I can release Amazing. 
music and I'm, I'm very proud of the, the quality that I've been able to put out because it's been such mm. a group effort. That's fantastic. So first of all, that's a huge congratulations to you because that's, that's a fantastic thing and something that I just simply wasn't aware of, um, but I wasn't aware of this, the huge community aspect. So thank you for letting me know that more than anything else, but that's, um, that's cool. Um, it's kind of changed the game for you, right? Absolutely. Well, and you asked a few minutes ago about my 12-year-old YouTube like my YouTube used to be I, I think I started my YouTube channel when I was singing in an acapella show at Hershey Park mm -hmm. in Pennsylvania and and for a while it was I was in theater right so I would often have to upload an audition or right it was most mostly for that sort of thing and yeah. it hasn't been since I felt like I got a little bit of a, a leg up once my Twitch channel started growing that I felt like it's time to start diversifying and trying to spread the love around <laughs> the thing is i've had my channel active since 2009 i think most musicians just go i must have a youtube channel and then you upload performances once in a blue moon and that's right. about it but then of course when you start doing other things it's like oh so yeah like the twitch thing has kind of had a knock-on effect for you isn't twitch a gaming platform yes it absolutely is a gaming platform ask me how much i know about video games <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, there's more musicians on Twitch than ever before because of things like the pandemic. But how do you kind of push that out? Like, do you, do you go looking for like new followers elsewhere? Go follow me on Twitch, or do you just get like found randomly by people? Um, well, both. I certainly try to push people to my Twitch channel because when people mm. ask me where are you playing, it's like well, I play Twitch.tv/slash Emily McVicker three times a week. I, the majority of the people. I think that watch me on Twitch are people that have found me through Twitch. So it's, people who are already Twitch users. It could be considered a little bit of a niche platform because, you know, some of us get addicted to TikTok. Some of us get addicted to live streams on Twitch. And yeah. especially when we were locked down and I wasn't seeing many of my friends. For me, watching other people on Twitch felt like I was making new friends or getting yeah. to spend time with a new person besides my own brain <laughs> <laughs> i know that feeling as well um yeah uh, yeah I get we that. need it we need it <laughs> if you could give one piece of advice looping advice someone who wants to start looping or they were like thinking about buying a pedal or going i've never done it before just one piece of advice what would it be don't take too long setting up your loops <laughs> I'm even guilty of that. I think every loop artist is guilty of that at some point. It's kind of negative to be like, what's your advice? My, they, don't do this. I mean, probably a better like positive advice would be lean into your skills and show off the stuff that you do the best. Not what JP does or not what, you know, Leon Bratt does or mm. Marigo Music. Like if you're a singer, do singing loops. If you're a guitarist, like show that off, you know, because the, the looper really yeah. amplifies whatever skills are particular to you. You're, you're saying like, let the looper change who you are as a person. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, changing your performance and things like that. No, that's cool. Wicked. Enhance the performance. Thank you for that. That's awesome. Okay, cool. So let's get into it. We now have the RC600. It's no longer a cardboard cutout. Oh, do you still have the cardboard cutout? I'm just curious. Oh, yes, I do. I'm, I'm a little bit roped in. Oh, let me go get it. It's just hanging on the wall. Cut, 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 video magic. And that's going in. That bit's I going in. <laughs> cut, 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 video magic. I happen to have it right here. Oh, there it is. Yay, there's the 600. 
you were pretty damn accurate, weren't you? Like you, you got it, you got it pretty bob on. I, yeah. I've always been a painter, but uh, when it, I didn't mean to go so so all out. I was just gonna cut it. <laughs> like the dimensions and show up but then i was like i do have some red spray paint in the closet <laughs> you were just far too excited weren't you? you were far too excited for your new loop pedal i've been really fortunate because like um in i have a couple friends that work at boss that have been following my journey and they'll take their kids to my shows and nice and i'm like hey come on can't you get me a free ticket to nam and they're like um that would be really awesome except for the rc300 sells itself and we'd have to come out with a new looper in order to hook you up and so when the new looper got announced i got a text message that day and i was like this is perfect. I happen to be, be free today. I'll just do a whole music video on fake getting one. <laughs> uh, That's brilliant. So you going to Nam? Are you going to Nam? Uh, no, I don't. I don't. They didn't call me yet. <laughs> yet. Yet. That's the thing. Yet. That's it. It's not what you know to you know. Um, so you got the real six hundred, obviously. Uh, that's uh, at your feet right now under the piano. Is it that is. correct? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I've I've called it before a fundamental change in looping because you've always had a loop pedal and gone that button does that. Live with it, and you've got to actually get around <laughs> that, and you've got to do it the way it's been programmed. Now it's kind of like you've got nine buttons and three modes. You can do whatever you want, which is so unbelievably cool, but it's also tempting to mess around with it quite a lot. My first question <laughs> with all of that is, have you changed anything yet? And if so, what? Yes, not too much drastic stuff. So okay. I like to play my looper like it's an instrument so okay. i don't do too much fancy stuff with it i know i make it look mm. fancy but um <laughs> but i try to i try to use it pretty basically so the only thing i did was they had the the all start all stop button like way far away i am a lady and i like to wear skirts sometimes when i perform so i don't want to be like doing that when <laughs> <laughs> so I moved that one to the, to the center. So did you move it to the uh, the track select button? What was the track select button? Is that what it was? I taped over it. Oh, have you, have oh. You, oh, so we, oh, okay, let's talk about that. So you've taped over what certain ones are, right? Yeah, so I, I, I think I'm trying to say pedal number, switch number seven. Seven switch. Let's go with the number. Let's go with the numbers. So the top <laughs> one on the left hand side is so the switch number seven, right? Yeah, because and and that's not a bad spot for it because it's like yeah. in the middle and I don't won't accidentally step on any of the buttons. And are you using the modes? Yeah, are you kind of like switching through the modes, or are you just sticking to nine buttons? A little bit. I'm uh for the. Most part, I'm sticking to the nine switches because, you know, mm. there's been times where I've experimented with getting like sample pad or like new mm. toys to add to even the old pedal. And what it did mm. was when I was messing with my stuff too much, it took away from connecting with an audience and I would make less money. So less pedal dancing and more performing. Is that what you Yeah, saying? it really emphasized yeah. how important it is to make the performance about the connection. Even though I like the cool sounds that I can make, other yeah. people don't care. I do use like sometimes some extra loops if I'm really okay. improvising and making it silly i'll add more but that's not a normal thing because it just takes too long to record all that and i record everything uh from zero i don't have i don't have pre-recorded stuff so yeah so it's all zero you're recording it all on the fly like all live in the moment kind of thing right 
Now, yeah. I did do a video on the effects because I like how the effects sound. They take a little long to get to, so I did get an FS6. Actually, it's being custom painted right now. <laughs> really? <laughs> cool. What color? It's half pink, half uh, yellow, and I was sent it by the founder of a really uh, important nonprofit organization called Navajo Strong. The founder of that organization liked my music and sent me this pedal, and he, he wanted me to custom paint it, so I'm doing it. <laughs> Perfect. That's fantastic. Wow, that's cool. See, that in itself, like, I, I, I've, just, I've got an FS7 pedal the end you, yours has got a story like that yeah, that's really cool well, it's just like yeah i got an fs7 pedal and it works like you you you're not, you've now got a, a story behind your paddle and your custom paint maybe i should paint my fs7 um you could there's there's not a lot of space to be fair it's it's quite minimalist but i could i think think i always keep thinking about like maybe i should neon paint my my expression pedal or something but that's just me being practical not being artistic at all i like <laughs> anyway. it Make it yeah. your own, I say. With that pedal and, you know, even my computer that I mentioned earlier, it's it's mm. been really important to me to appreciate and thank these people that have been literally helped me keep my head above water and helped keep my music yeah. on the output. So um, even on my computer, I custom painted. I can send you a picture of it. I custom painted the side yeah. of it with all the screen names of people who uh, contributed to buying it. That's fantastic. That's really, really <laughs> cool. Actually, it, that, that you just literally triggered and reminded me of uh, one of your videos. Um, she's got a, a chair and on the back of the chair, she's written down everyone um, who's who's contributed to her. It's really it's really cool. It's a really cool way of just saying thank you. That's Megan Lenius. She's a huge Twitch streamer and I've gotten yeah. to meet her in real life and she agreed to come on my channel. It's like, I don't know how else I would have ever gotten to meet someone like her. Were you a bit starstruck then? Twitch struck? <laughs> Maybe. I was, I was just very flattered that she... Uh, yeah. was down to clown <laughs> <laughs> down to clown nice this is a bit of a controversial question uh because there are rumors uh that youtube themselves are starting to do things bring things over like gifted subs a little bit like what twitch does um and they're looking into you know finding ways to build a community which is what twitch does right. have you ever thought of jumping ship um, well, well, we'll see, like, that's the interesting thing about succeeding on any of these social media platforms is nobody is guaranteed to stick around. So, yeah. and, and even, you know, and I know you can relate to this too, that during the pandemonium, when we were playing, like we had all these events, like we thought we were diversified because we were playing different types of events, but even that disappeared unpredictably. Yeah. I am excited that my YouTube channel has started to grow a little bit. Right now, Twitch is still working for me, but but we'll see. I'm not married to anybody. I'm a single lady. <laughs> <laughs> nice, fantastic. And I'm dating. I'm looking. Ladies and gentlemen, she's looking. So uh, anyone in the Seattle area, she's sleepless. Um, <laughs> I'd say the community's there for you right now. And then would you think like you're die, die hard fans if you said, right, guys, I'm moving everything over to you now or Sessions Live or YouTube. Do you think that obviously you'd lose obviously some people, but then you'd get mm -hmm. like your diehards following, following you anywhere? Well, I, t I explained how so many people found me from being on Twitch. And so mm. those people, I would lose them probably. Or, or I'd have to yeah. start building again in a different way. 
So yeah, I, it's I, not. I, I'm not. It's not something anyone wants. You know, no, no one wants to kind of like go right. All these people in this room, you now have no longer access to them. Uh, you don't. No musician wants that. That's exactly what happened to us in the pandemic with live gigs, right? So it's just a very strange time at the moment when you know different companies, corporates are obviously taking over from one thing to another, and it's affecting you and me and right. it's and kind of and it's like we don't own twitch we don't own youtube we don't own facebook we don't own instagram but then we need these platforms to be able to build our successes yeah if if they work and if that's a good partnership then you want to hold on to it as long as you can just make sure that you're doing content that's authentic to you and that you enjoy yeah. making yeah, yeah. and the thing that twitch has helped me do is just practice relating to people on a vid on a digital platform and i think it's it's my youtube channel was like just dormant for 10 years until i started getting practice mm. <laughs> you know yeah. doing d digital stuff and now i think i'm better at that now that's cool and that's it that's it. it's just learning new skills i suppose going back to loopy loop loops um so you see yourself using the effects maybe in the future well let me rephrase that what do you think about track effects um i think that could be a good idea. However, for me, I don't know how I would implement that. So it's on well, a back burner. But it's like, is it something like you think? Oh, I could put like a, I don't know, like a cool slicing effect on something, or you know, or is it that just too extreme for like the music you're doing? The reason that I am a bummer about that suggestion <laughs> is because I don't usually have just one instrument on a track. If it's a chorus, I don't need the chorus bass to be separate from the chorus background vocals so i put right. those both on the same track and you, i wouldn't want to put a slicer through all of that it would be too much yeah so are you using the the looper like a chorus verse bridge scenario more than the like a multi-track one loop for everything like six separate loops kind of thing oh that's yeah you know what i was i'm glad you brought that up because you have it you, you have a video set up like where where you have your loops all six laid out next to each other right yeah yeah and i know a lot of people use it that way and i don't know why they do that <laughs> it doesn't make sense like how to break up a song according to the way that i've break up my songs no um, that's fine because the thing is it's different so i mean if you've got a, if you've got a song like that's three chords all the way through it's more like a mixer so it's more like loop one is the drums loop two is the bass loop three is the guitar loop four is uh harmony oh. vocals loop five is the and then you're just turning them on and off what I did with that, with the single one, was basically you've got six loops. They're all in multi-mode, so they all play together. On mode number two, which is another nine pedals, the bottom six, I then just play and stop. They're not, there's no record option. So then what you do is once you've got everything in, you just go to mode two and stay there. And then you can just turn them on and off as you see fit with one tap. But that's just me. Hey, there we go. We're not interviewing me. What's going on here? This has been switched <laughs> around. Based on having the 600, do you then think that you have your perfect setup now with your new computer, your microphones? Do you think you found your perfect setup? The holy grail, as it were. Um, yes, but it will probably change. <laughs> <laughs> the answer from every loop artist ever is yes it's perfect for now <laughs> until some new fandangle thing comes along yeah okay fair enough um if you could change something right now money no objects what would you change i would like an easier way to to access the effects because i like the effects but um i 
is too much clicking. Could you or could you could you program something on the on the on the keyboard to plug in via That's a good USB idea. or something? Yeah, someone suggested that maybe the keyboard can um can MIDI to the FX. I haven't figured it out yet. You got to remember it's about connecting with your audience and sharing your emotional expression so if it's if i can't get it to be super easy to get to the effects i won't even mess with them okay twitch um you're playing three times a week now aren't you yeah do you ever run out of songs no i can't believe how many songs i've acquired (laughs) in my little brain (laughs) yeah um i started i mean thankfully like i used to sing on cruise ships where we did we performed like four hours a night six days a week that's four times six that's 20 hours of of cover music i've added some of those i've added some like acoustic i have my own stuff on there in fact okay one time jp i was uh, the the twitch gods smiled upon me and i was on the very front homepage of twitch wow cool and i had like nine thousand people watching what I had 9,000 people watching. I'm not going to log off when there's 9,000 people watching. So I just no. kept I just kept going. And I was live playing music for 10 hours. And what? people I was people were sending food through a treat stream. I would like take breaks and I'd eat some chicken wings and then <laughs> I'd go back to playing tunes and I did not repeat a tune. It was insane. Wow. Well done, because I think around about four forty-five minutes sets in, I'd be going, and we're going to go all over again, guys, because I've run out. Um, that's incredible. That's incredible. The, the the weird thing is that going for ten hours, as well, it's kind of like Big Brother music stream. That's kind of weird. <laughs> um, that's amazing. That's well, amazing. Well, first of all, well done having nine thousand people on stream watch you. That's so cool. You know what? It happens when you least expect it. Yeah, you you can't enough. predict it when you're in the internet. It's like being in mm. the jungle you can't make plans <laughs> that's uh, but, that's that's life advice right there from emily mcvicker ladies <laughs> and gentlemen um <laughs> from my days in the jungle wow well you've got your chops from kind of like playing as you said like you know hours on end sort of like you know doing that on cruise ships so and obviously being a natural performer as well that's that's you've got that obviously down and that's cool but for like 10 hours man and and the fact that like people are watching you in chicken wings that's just that's excuse me i'd be like i'm turning the camera you don't you don't want to see this man eat um no that's not that's not pretty well um, it's, it's not all i mean i i was playing a lot of covers and taking requests yeah. and stuff yeah. too, but um a big part of my show as well is i do a lot of improv where when people um, gift subs or cheer or mm. do crazy stuff or or raid in from another yeah. channel i'll do yeah. a little improv song about them and appreciate them and thank them one other thing i had a question for as well regarding that actually i'm glad you brought that up because one of the things i've really noticed about your channel is that every little piece of music has come from you and i'm not just talking what you're playing i'm talking about your intro the backing track the vocals are actually you in the background and that's there's so many little tiny little pieces that you string together on your videos let's unbox the rc600 you made a song out about that let's unbox the rc and i was like that's cool is that kind of like come from like i need a song so i'm just gonna throw it in or is it just a case of that's just how i do it um yes a little bit of both um i've become very very flexible with improvising and like 
not being afraid to be silly, I think because of all that practice on Twitch. I don't think loop artists take themselves too seriously, to be fair. Like, not, not, none that I've come across are like, I loop. Well, there's this other, there's this art stream that I've been following for a few years now called 10 Hundred. Okay. He's fabulous. And he's a mural artist. And, right. and he documents his process about, you know, how he works and how stressed he is trying to like get right. it done. Yeah. But his background was in music, so I noticed that he would compose a soundtrack to his whole process. Like he's like right. gessoing a board, and he's like gesso in the board, gesso in the board. And right, okay. So he's commenting what he's doing, but it's a musical piece. Yeah, I thought that was so brilliant. I was, I just wanted to see if I could do that too. And I, I think I found my own voice. Mine are not like just like his or anything, but I was so inspired by Ten Hundred. I highly recommend him. <laughs> cool. Fantastic. No, that's great. And to answer that question, yes, you definitely have found your own voice and you've definitely got a fantastic style. It's really, really inspiring to see basically so much music coming out of one person. So that's that's just incredible. So thank you for that because it is highly entertaining as opposed to me going, so let's let's go over to the looper. Come on. And you're like, let's go over to the looper. And just like, and it's like, that's so cool. It's just, it's so different. But you know, I really love going to your channel because it is, it is so helpful and to the point and it's technical when I am not the most technical person as you've discovered by all of our technical difficulties this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I felt like I really could make videos with a very pragmatic approach for people that might be overwhelmed. And I kind of just want to be like, don't worry about all that overwhelm. Let's get to music. Like that's what yeah, that's, that's what cool. I do. There is that need to just get, as you say, get back to the music and just 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 play, man. Just go for it and just see what you can create out of it. So yeah, I get that totally. I understand that totally. That's fantastic. Yeah. Right then. So where, other than every streaming social media platform on planet <laughs> Earth, but where can people we're watching this right now find your music? Um, well, it would be really helpful if people could find me on Spotify or wherever you stream original music. My passion is writing songs and performing. If you want to join my email list on my website or follow my YouTube channel, all that's good stuff. Cool. Name it. Say it out loud. YouTube.com slash Emily McVicker music. I believe you've got something to tell us. Last month, I did start my very own Patreon where people, whether you follow me on Twitch or any platform. If you want to support a local independent artist like me, local to Seattle, not not the UK, obviously. Uh, you local can, to the world. <laughs> you can find me on patreon.com slash Emily McVicker, I think is the URL. And I ex okay. every, every month I provide perks, exclusive downloads, in real life experiences that I share with my patrons. Fantastic. Thank you so much for that. That's great. We'll put that on the screen right now. There we go. Um, and then obviously we will get everyone following Emily McVicker. Fantastic. All that remains is to say thank you very much to Emily McVicker. <laughs> and everyone go follow her right now. Thank you so much for having me, JP, and dealing with all my technical foibles. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> Fantastic. Now, a couple of things before I go. Don't forget to pick up your How Do You Loop t-shirt or hoodie. I'll put that discount code on the screen now. And it's gone. The link for picking up the t-shirt is in the description box below. As always, if you have found the content of this video useful, then please give it a thumbs up. It helps me, but it helps push this video out to other people who might want to watch it. Subscribe to the channel, click the bell, and then you'll know when the next video goes live. Thank you very much for watching, and we'll see you on the next one.